Welcome back to another SITM podcast episode, and I am your girl Tutu, and I'm bringing you guys the Artist Spotlight segment where I use this platform to showcase all my creatives, my artists, my dancers, my models, my DJs, and my entertainers, you know. This is about to be an action-packed episode, y'all. I have my co-host with me today. What's up, Charles? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, Sir Charles, a.k.a. Capo on the building. You know what I'm saying? We got Good, good guest. We got, listen, we are, we unloading the clip today. Listen, y'all, I'm so excited for this. But before we get into this, if you guys are new, welcome to our channel. Welcome, welcome to the family. Make sure that you guys follow us on all of our social media platforms, SITM Podcast. And make sure if you guys want to be a host, or I said even a host, you want to take my job, I mean, y'all can't do that. Or if you want to be a guest, make sure that you also check us out on our email, SITMPodcast237 at gmail.com. And also check out what? The merch. Because listen, two to what's, what's one thing to go is the merch all right so check us out on our website sitmpodcast.com to know all of our upcoming guests see what we got going on our blogs so all that good shebang but y'all enough of the intro y'all i'm so excited for this because i got somebody in the building i have a celebrity a celebrity we talked about this already i have a whole celebrity celebrity. he's just trying to be humble humble but okay anyways i have the honor of introducing Claude, the Martian, to SITN. Yo, yo, yo. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. How you doing? No, I'm, I'm here, man. You're here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for you know, gracing us. Yeah, my good man Capo literally ran up on me at the club like, yo, <laughs> this date, this time, and I still found a way to be late. I apologize. It's bro. okay. Life happens. In your head, that's all that matters. So yeah. shout out to you. Absolutely. No, no, that's so right. Coming through, coming through, coming through. Listen, we're gonna get right into this, okay? Because I got stuff for you. Okay, you ready? Let's go. (laughs) I'm kind of scared. Don't be scared. I I do have a bone to pick with you. What's up? It's the fact that y'all, let me tell you what Claude did to me today. So I'm calling him, I'm like, okay, you know, just make sure you got the address here, whatever. And then we had the conversation. He's like, Who's Salma? And I'm like, Salma is my sister's. So, mind you, it says Salma, so that means the caller ID popped up on his phone, which means Claude didn't have my number saved in his phone. We've known each other, you've known me since I was like 15. I'm now 27. Okay, first and foremost, is this the first number you've had? No. I answer that for you. <laughs> Secondly, Capo, I want you to look at these things right here. What 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 does that look like? This man's phone be popping. Look at these messages unread. I mean, Miss Co- yes. and I'm not even trying to be funny. Literally, it's so in fairness. No, it's not even that. I don't save a lot of numbers because okay. messages just come through. And if I want to like speak to you, I know how to reach you. Right. You know, even outside of that phone number, I know how to reach you. So okay, and that's real life. That's true. That's, that's true. That's not like social media. That's real life. If I need to reach you, I know how to reach you. Okay, you know? I feel a little better now because at first my hot was bleeding small. <laughs> it was bleeding nah, small when you told even. me that. I was like, hold on now. Even. But no, I'm, 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 we've known each other for a very, very long time. And I'm so proud time. of everything that you have accomplished and everything that you are accomplishing. So, you have been on this, you know, you've been on this platform before. So, you're not a guest. You're not yeah, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I recall, you mentioned that you're not a DJ, you're a performer. So, how should I address you? Entertainer. You said celebrity new. 
DJ. I don't there know. are guidelines like, to be a celebrity. I don't meet those guidelines. What are the guidelines? First of all, you got to be like super not humble. I'm far from that. Okay. You know what I mean? You got to be full of yourself to be a celebrity. I'm Again, I'm far from that. Okay. And as well, you got to be at a certain stage where you just don't care about like community and stuff to be a celebrity. I pay mm. taxes, so I care about the community. <laughs> so hence why I say I'm far from a celebrity. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So how would I address you? What do you? No, what, just what do you, Claude. Just Claude. This is real life. You know me as Claude. You didn't yeah. meet me as anything else. And that's why I tell people when anyone who meets me, I never say, "Hey, I'm DJ this or oh, I'm Marsh." Nah, yeah. I'm Claude. That's, that's true. real life. That's it. Okay. Speaking of, I mean, how did you even get the name The Martian? You know what I'm saying? Like, Man. I know everybody knows you in the city, but so, The Martian comes. See, I was able to say this story the first time I came here because I don't think I was married yet. But now that I'm married, I don't know if I can tell this story again. <laughs> 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 no, so... um. When I started, when I really took up on DJing, um, a lot of DJs back then didn't speak on the mic. It was just, you, you just DJ and then you had a, a hype man. But I did both. And um, a young lady at that time, you know, um, she just came out of nowhere. I remember she's from Bahamas. Yeah, the Bahamas. And she was like, yo, you must not be from here. You must be from Mars because I don't know how you're able to DJ and hold the mic at the same time. Like, do you have a third arm that comes out of your chest or whatnot so she started calling me martian and he stuck i just went with it yeah it, it oh. just I, I just kept going you know hopefully she don't hear this and start asking me for you know back pay right i for... know right like you need to pay me <laughs> pay sis okay <laughs> so talk about how that you know you got your name and things like that so listen i've been hearing around well not around but i've been mm -hmm. hearing that you was haitian that you was uh uh from abidjan what? You was Cameroonian. You was Dizzy or died. So please clear up. Let's clarify. Because last time I knew, I, I knew you was Cameroonian. So I'm going to answer it like my mentor, DJ Chick, would say. Okay. <laughs> I'm a citizen of the world. Lord. <laughs> That's it. Because, no, no, no. Re the real talk, though, I it's not that I'm not proud of where I'm from because I'm actually from two places. But it's... In my in all of my DJ career, I've always been boxed into oh you're this type, oh you're oh you're an African DJ, oh you're a francophone DJ, oh you're this DJ, and I've never ever ever liked that because in so many ways also it it's limited the type of things that I was trying to do at some point. Not anymore, but you know it did that. So that's why I try not to ever. I I'm just a citizen of the world. People ask, I'm from Mars. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Martian from Mars. So the Martian don't have a country that he's from. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I have a blue passport. If that makes, if that counts for anything. <laughs> so like, you know, we've known you for a while. I think you've been running the city for about. Since I came out, Dumo. Like Seriously. Relax, because y'all people gonna start counting my age. Relax, <laughs> relax. Literally, literally. Now nah, I'm not gonna hold y'all. Like I was literally sneaking out. And going to parties that car was literally DJing at just because like it was that lit. I know Appreciate there was, like a, there was a time where people would like if you knew well it's still actually to like this to this day, but if you see tag sounds, it's a stamp of approval, like, nah, this is the move, this is where you're gonna be at. Like for you, how did you bring a collection of, of DJs together to form tag sounds? 
So um, I've always had this vision. I, I'm not someone who just thinks about today or the now. I always got to think about what's going to happen six months from now, two years from now, 10 years from now. So I've always told myself that, and I knew this, I, you can't ever, no, no man is an island. You can't get anywhere by yourself. And I've always also been the type of person that I love to be around people and everybody help each other grow. So that's really what Tag Sounds is about. A lot of people think Tag Sounds is really about, you know, entertainment and the DJ. No, Tag Sounds is really about us, like, being able to help each other outside of all that. Because everyone that has come and gone through Tag Sounds, I always told them, yo, when all of this is done, you're still going to be a human being. So you still have to be able to hold yourself to a human being standard. You know what I mean? So if we can't be there for each other just as human being, DJing is fake. It's not real. Period. You know, he said what the he nightlife said. is fake. It's not real. <laughs> but outside of that, once you're done with all of that, yo, if something happens to you, how many of those people in the nightlife are going to come to you? Mm -hmm. But guess what? Tag sounds, we're going to come through because we're bigger than what this whole thing, right? You know, so. He said tag sound holding each other down, period. What's your team doing? That's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> so let's bring it all the way back. Let's bring it all the way back. How did you get your start in DJing? I don't want to say DJing because, like you said, you don't want to box yourself in, but how did you get your start? What inspired you? So um, I went to Lago High School. And go to Lago. I'm on Lago around. <laughs> Home of the go-go, you know. So um, I always loved music. Always, oh, you know, in every high school. At least when I was in high school. Again, don't check for my age. But when I was in <laughs> high school, you know, every school always had that one person who did mix CDs for everybody. And for me, for my high school, that was me. You he know, was I, on was, I was. Yeah, man. <laughs> you was on Lamar. Yes, I, I, I crashed. <laughs> Quite a few computers off a of lime wire. <laughs> um, what was the other one? Kazaa or something yeah, like I, that. I remember, yep. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, listen. Yep. Mm -hmm. I crashed so many computers <laughs> off of those things, but selling those CDs, I was making $5 a CD. Okay. You know, you asked me whatever you wanted on it. I remember even the Gogo -Go bands. I would never forget this. When CCB first came out, I was the first person in that school to have their CD. I know that's right. So I literally was like <laughs> copying the CD for every everybody else in there and that's how like people really got like hit you know so but i always loved music i always had a real good passion for music and um when i um graduated high school went to pg community college i met sam i am there and sam i am you know at that time he his dad already was a dj right, right, right. so he was just kind of following after his dad and he was doing a lot of you know events here and there still it wasn't really like a thing for me he, he'll say oh yeah i'm going to this event i got a dj y'all want to come through sure why not right. we'll come through and um back then african parties did not have hip-hop they didn't have like every the only thing african parties had was like few african songs and reggae mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, was pretty mm -hmm. much that mm -hmm. so i came in with the knowledge of hip-hop and go-go so i started burning cds for him and i'll give it to him because the thing about it all those kids were pg and Mo montgomery county kids and if you know one thing about pg and moco kids go-go yeah they will listen and they know it so imagine me being able to add that 
to the African parties that he was already doing, then people were like, wow, yo, now we're coming here and we can hear Gogo too. So that's super dope. So that's how I really got into the whole DJing thing. And then, you know, just kind of started watching what he was doing, which is why I tell people, DJing is really 90% music. You got to know music and 10% equipment. You know, you can learn how to DJ fairly easily. But well, it's your musical knowledge. Because I'm trying to learn. Like, why did it take me so long? <laughs> like, I don't know. Are you going to teach I, me or something? Sure. You want you want to learn? Bruh, DJing today, though, is a very expensive thing. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's not that, it's not that easy. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> it's the best, though. No, no, I, I, but I totally get what you're saying, so. But I'm, I'm dead ass serious. We're going to talk okay, about this. Okay, no problem. <laughs> but why don't you ask Sam? That's your brother. Yeah, but you're my brother, too. So, Sam, too, is another celebrity, too. So, that's that. No, nah, he's a real y'all. celebrity. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so, like, you know, you kind of talked about how Sam, you know, back in the day, like, you know, you were with Sam going to those first events. How long did it take for you, like, when you started DJing, to actually get paid to DJ? So, for me, it was a hobby. I had a job at that time, you know. I um, I was a manager at Starbucks at that time. I was, like, probably 21, 22 years old. And I was making way more money than I should have been making at that time. You know, I didn't have any bills. I still live with my parents. So, even probably the only bill I had was a cell phone. And what, what was that, like, maybe... $80. For real. So, you know, with that being said, um, I would take DJing whenever I felt like it. You know, people started really realizing because one of the things about me was that, um, sorry, I hung out around a whole lot of different people, not just Africans, you know, Americans, Caribbeans and all that. So I had a lot of friends and obviously lady friends from like all these different places. So I would tap into music from so many different places and having the French background, I already knew, knew you know, the Zouk, the Compa and all that, which also is a whole different market on its own. So um, people would start asking me, hey, you want to come and DJ for my, I don't know, my birthday here, my baby shower, we having a cookout barbecue. I'm like, cool. I didn't know better back then. I, man, I, I think back in those days and that was crazy. I would go DJ for like five hours and make $75. And I was Sheesh. okay with it. Because I was like, oh, man, yeah, I got yeah. gas money. <laughs> I'm good. Fact. These days, man, you can't even call me for $75. <laughs> I'm so glad that you pointed that out because that goes to my next question. So this generation now and back then, do you feel like these DJs now have it so much easier than when you started? Absolutely. And do you feel like as if you guys are being like you guys are getting the recognition that you guys deserve or at least they're paying homage to you guys? Because there's a whole bunch of new generation DJs that I feel like they need to actually like just put some respect on like the OGs like, you know, you, Sam, Chick, like Lebby, all of them, like, you know, back well, in the day. You know, again, taking it outside of the, the DJing and entertainment thing, again, real life. If you just look at real life, there's no sense of OG anymore. You know, we 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 talk about that often. I don't want to get you know biblical, but like we talk about the fact that there's no sense of or presence of the grandma in the house no more because a lot of people are having kids early, so grandmas are really like super young. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so when we were growing up, our grandmas were old, so That's there's it. no sense of that. So you know, to to transition into that. It, it can't really happen because if in real life they're not even aware of what 
you know the the role of an OG. How can they be aware of the role of an OG in the entertainment? That's true. You know, that's business. True. So, but such is life. Such is life. But you still feel like it's easier. Like they have it way more easier now. To a certain extent, I think um, doors are open. Doors that are, that are open for them now were not open for, for us sure. back yeah, then. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, um, is it easy? Because at the end of the day, you still gotta go out there and perform. <laughs> so, the performance is not easy. So yeah, acquiring the skills and putting your foot into the building, that's the easy part, mm -hmm. which we had to really struggle for. But um, DJing itself, no, nah, I don't think they have it easier. I don't think so. Yeah, so like, you know, like Tutu was saying, she kind of mentioned the fact that like right now in this phase, you're kind of transitioning into that OG. Like you're still like, I don't know Drake, I don't know the Drake line per se, but Drake kind of said it best where, you know, I still feel like, I'm young, like it's young. Actually, it's J Cole. I'm still feel like a young man, but I'm I'm looked at as the OG. OG, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm so like with that, um, do you ever like grow bored of DJing? Like, do you ever feel like it's too repetitive? It's the same people, same nightlife, same space. So for me, no, because I make sure literally my whole DJing experience is curated to the T, even for myself. I pick and choose what I want to do, you know, and I make sure that my Friday is not the same as my Saturday. Mm -hmm. All my Saturday is not the same as my Sunday. If you come, literally, I promise you, if you come to hear me Friday, you come to hear me Saturday, and you come to hear me Sunday, it's going to be different. Different vibe. Yeah, for sure. I've, so, I've and I work that. hard for that. I make sure that I give that because, one, it helps me to not get bored, you know, because if you, you get redundant and you get repetitive, for starter, it's it's a testimony of you just being lazy, yeah. which a lot of DJs are, you know, because you you go to the club and you hear DJs do the right exactly same the exact sense. same Listen, thing. Okay, when people feel like yo, I know what he's about to play next, it's that's a problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I promise y'all, you can't find one person that's gonna be out here tell you. Even DJs that DJ with me Friday and Saturday, peace move. He DJs with me both Friday and Saturday. But if you ask him, yo. Why is he about to play next? He oh, couldn't no. tell you. No, that's no, I've actually witnessed it. Like that's true. Like I feel like we should never ever have to go to an event where it's like I know what you about to play next. Or if that's the case, shoot, give me the aux score and I'll play my exactly. play at this point. Cause you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people don't really take that into consideration. Like they so that goes into my next thing. So I wanna talk about here he goes. <laughs> Here he goes again. Here he goes again. Listen, okay, if y'all are not up to date with what I'm talking about, so Klaus started this, here he goes, like this thread. It started on Twitter, and then he moved it to Instagram. Now, if y'all follow Claude on, on Twitter, like, he literally just be, like, rambling on that. I'm like, what is Claude <laughs> talking about this time? And it'd be early in the morning, but it'd be on some real life shit. Like, I'd be like, okay, no, this is for real. So now, I guess, like, because it's growing now, and it, it's definitely getting the, you know, the, the recognition that it definitely deserves, yeah. and you move it to Instagram now so he'll talk about different things that's happened in the club and I'm so glad that she brought this up because I'm tired of these things that are happening in the club <laughs> like I'm tired so I don't understand like if it's not promoter problems it's DJ problems if it's not DJ problems is is bottle gas let's, or, let's, 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 something. let's, tackle let's, let's get into it so how did that come about like where did that stem from because obviously it stemmed from somewhere so um <laughs> yeah like you say on twitter i'm always rapping man and someone one day told me yo you should you should take your tweets and post them on your ig yo like i think you would 
grow so much more of an audience doing that. I was like, all right, cool. So I started just posting my tweets, some of my tweets. And I don't remember which one I posted, but I posted one that literally blew up. Gave me a thousand followers <laughs> in a week. Sheesh. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And then someone after because I did it like two or three times. And then someone each post. Well, after the first one, it was like, oh, my God, here he go again. So I was like, okay, that's it. That's it. That's what I'm going to call it. Here he goes again because here I'm coming again. No, for real. So, yeah, that's pretty much that. And, you know, the reality of it is I'm saying things that everybody is thinking about. Everybody talks about these things in their group chat. People <laughs> go home and talk about these Literally. things. And nobody really comes out and say it. And I've just gotten to a point in my life where, look, I don't look back. That's it. You're, you you mad, you mad. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I know what I'm saying is the truth. I'm yeah. not just giving my opinion on things. I'm telling you, I'm saying this is what is happening. You know, so if you're mad at the fact that I'm saying that, yo, you come and you post up in the club and then you don't do anything else but be on your phone. Then come Monday, you're like, yo, we was lit. Do you, do, you, do you miss those days? Like, because back in the day. Absolutely. Like, you know, it used to be pop. Like, man, like I said, like, I, I came up when, like I said, Tax Towns, when they post after the ASA. Listen, Lay La Lounge. We was yeah. out there. We was everywhere. What? Yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm going to call them man, ASA go. days. They was a popping days. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, do you, as a DJ, right, is it hard to kind of gauge that? vibe of the crowd and know what songs is going to hit because people aren't dancing like they used to or it's just like a, a silent bop so the thing is first of all as a dj you can't compromise you got to remember what you're there for and a lot of djs forget why i dare actually in the club they turn parties into a bottle popping fest that's not what i'm here for bottle i don't wise. make money from those bottles i'm sorry promoters i don't you know whether one bottle is sold, a thousand bottles sold, I'm still going to make the same money. So I am not about to compromise 200 people enjoyment on the dance floor for 20 people. But, but Claude, before you say that, man, I yeah. just want to say you've been known to stop the music. No, 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 I have, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have. Now, see, today, that's all part of the culture. But I know how to navigate it. You know what I mean? For starters, one of those tweets was, don't bring one bottle. If, yes, don't I bring out about, a, one bottle. That, yes. Don't bring that lonely ass <laughs> bottle. Excuse my language. No, no you're outside. not outside. Don't you have, do he that. Said, he said we halfway outside or something. Like. <laughs> you in the living room. That's where you at. You know, don't do that. Yo. So I have rules. You know, if you bring out two bottles and those bottles have to be, you know, the big bottles, yeah. then you know what? I'm going to do something for you. And if, even at that, again, you got to know how to navigate it. Because I've seen DJs stop the music, right? Play whatever, Dory Mail, or whatever other jingle. And then the next song that they play is a wax song. You can't do that. Yo, the, the biggest that piss me off, seriously. So you got to be able to, whatever I'm bringing next, or oh, it's a Fire. banger. So... Yeah. That's one thing first. I don't care. Promoters come to me. Oh, you got to stop it now. If I don't have my next song lined up, I'm not stopping the music. That's that. No, and that's, that's fast though. Everything that he's saying is legit because I've been in the club one time and caught and there was no bottles coming out for like a good like five, ten minutes. He stopped that music for like five minutes, y'all. 
It was like, I'm not playing this. Because <laughs> like, my thing I, is, if y'all gonna be in those sections, not partying, the least you can do is bring some pop bottles, bottles out. Yeah, pop bottles. Shoot, buy hookah. It's like $60. Right. Because like, if you're here and you're partying, I'm gonna leave you alone. But if you're gonna be here posting up and you're not partying, you're not doing nothing, all you're doing, you're on your phone, you're forming, whatever it is that you're doing, you got one job and one job only in that section. Bring out a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> that's it how's how's I'm not gonna point out your relationship but like let's say tax sales as a whole as a group right okay have you ever dealt with any janky promoters in the city absolutely you know majority how, how do you navigate are we unloading the clip sometimes you know hey man the clip is getting loaded um, <laughs> but you know with these janky promoters you know sometimes you gotta either maintain those relationships okay or sometimes you gotta overlook those relationships before like, I go mm-hmm Give me your definition of janky promoter. A janky promoter is mm. somebody that promotes an event without having the funds available. Okay. So for example, they might say they need you for a night. You got a guaranteed spot with somebody else over here, mm-hmm. but this is your man's. They're telling you, yo, I'm going to pay you more. Right. And you just wait. And you're like, yo, all right, I trust you. Get to the night of and hey. janky promotion. Okay. <laughs> I say that because, you know, I want to make sure that when I say what I'm saying, people watching understand what a janky promoter is so there's no if but or maybe about it of course more than 90 percent of the promoters out there are janky you know what i mean more than 90 percent of them are janky you know um they're very very few very few that you know do business the way business is supposed to be and when i say business the way it's supposed to be it's not just pain because business go more is bigger than than that it's also about knowing that yo this is this person value because i know a club owner his biggest thing is i don't owe anybody money but guess what yeah you don't owe anybody money because you're paying people a hundred dollars so you can do that but are you paying them their worth no you're not Mm -hmm. but he can be comfortable in his skin saying well i don't owe nobody money because he's not paying you your worth he just makes sure he pays you the bare minimum so that's part of business you know as a human being don't cheat the next person especially if you're making money i'm one of those people every promoter there's no promoter in this dmv that's going to come and tell you that i came after them for more money if they didn't make no money i'm someone that i'm i'm a very educated person i know when the party is not making money when the party is not making money yo when it's done, I take my book back. I don't even talk to you. I go home. His backpack really I'm not going to stress you out because I understand. Now, if you are a correct promoter, you're going to call me and say, bro, we didn't make no money. What can we do? Which some of them do. And I hardly ever say, yo, pay me my full money. Hardly ever. I say, yo, listen, can you afford this much? Yeah? All right, cool. Let's do this. And we call it even. You know, but a lot of them are not like that. You know, there's this one specific promoter. Oh, this one the specific <laughs> promoter by the name of Freddie Vance. Oh, he's oh, shaking Jesus. the table. Oh. table you know, I said to myself that I wasn't, I wasn't going ever really say, but I, I had, I had to come to the point where, you know, I have to say, it because Fred is one of those people that. He's been on social media quite a few times where people have put him on blast mm-hmm. about owing money mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Bro, literally, I've had people come to me and f- tell me, yo, you got problems with Fred? No. Outside of the fact that he owes me money over probably 5K plus, 
outside of the fact that he owes me money, I don't got no problem with the dude. Damn. Why he talks so greasy about you? I don't know. Hold on now. What does Wait, he? hold on. He said five. Hold on, five K plus. Cause you just, and I still got you just the snatch my edges, and you I got the got edges the over there. Cause I what still is got happening? The Yo, so yeah. at this point, you know I'm almost follow up, Freddie Janky. So I'm gonna need you to pay my man's bread. No, I don't even want it. I just put, I've made more than that. You know, I've Facts. made way but it's just more a than that. Nah, if we, you know, with certain people, I've learned that you can't even reason nor use things like principle because they don't live in the real world. And he's one person who clearly does not because the way he operates, he operates like someone who has no idea of how things are supposed to be like. But keep in mind, he's a highly educated dude, yo. Yeah. But that's why I always say, it's the educated guys <laughs> that know how to cheat the best. <laughs> that's true. That's how many times has Donald Trump filed for bankruptcy? <laughs> That's true. That's the claiming he don't got money that he does have. When people who actually don't have money can't even afford to file for bankruptcy, (laughs) you know what I mean. So, like, that's my issue with him. He's someone that has been, you know, in certain spaces. He has had the opportunity to represent the African community in on so many different levels, and he's failed so many times. And yet. He talks greasy about people. Even when I like, I don't even, I know, okay, I know I'm a petty dude. I know that. I'm very petty. <laughs> I'm mad that you know Listen, that. I'm the guy that, yo, if if we got a problem, yo, like it's going, it, yeah, it's going to be bad because I'm not letting that thing go. Right, right. But, you know, we got into a point a few times where I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. And then still I hear this and that. And he's the type of person that would deny things. He's going to see this one day. He's going to deny it. (laughs) But I got receipts. Period. I I don't say anything that I cannot prove. Trust and believe me. The day I actually retire, I am going to just post all type of screenshots on my social media. And just and Whoa, go. Well, finished. And just well, go. Finished. Walk, walk away. So if you know that you're not in the good graces, you better call and fix it. Humble yourself. Rise well, now, no, before. Because no, that's crazy. Got, we still got a few things to address. I mean, this, this, you know, I, I'm, I'm friends with a, you know, my good guy, boss life. You know what I'm saying? Next yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like right now there's a chokehold in that promoter community where there's some differences going on between the younger and older promoters. You know, okay. The promoters that have been around. Shout out to like Davucci, shout mm-hmm, out to Nana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you as a DJ, what are what are some of the challenges you see, you know, with some of these promoters, these younger promoters and these older promoters? Because it seems like I said, the older promoters aren't as successful as they used to be versus these newer promoters who right. are out here getting the bag, but they don't necessarily have that structure or that guidance so you know i say this often it's a to be everyone want to be the top dog Mm. but there are a lot of responsibilities that come with it and one of them is to be a mentor because that's one of the things that we're lacking today you know the younger guys don't have someone that's willing to tell them that yo do it this way or do it that way but it's a double-edged sword though because when someone does try to talk to them, a lot of the younger guys are like, no, 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 I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So I don't need to listen to this. You know, so it, it got to be a two-way street. But I still put the blame on the older person because the older person, you know, is a lot of the time it's a chain reaction, you know, cause and effect. 
the younger guys behaved that way because of something else that was done to them already you know so it's easier for for people to always see where you fail but nobody ever remember where you hit your foot before you fail so that's where the older guys come into play because half of the time y'all find out these young guys are popping from college you decide yo let me pull him in to bring to bring his crowd and you do him crazy he's not gonna forget it so when he's in place he's gonna be like nah i'm good i made it this far by myself i don't need you because all you're gonna do is you're gonna be a lich right but in the same token what they don't understand is that you know every different field is different you know what i mean even in in sports i don't care the the dimensions for an arena can be the same but Playing the Lakers yeah. versus playing in Golden State, it's not it's the same. Different. It's, different. it's different. It's not it's different. the same, you know? So that's the thing about it. Yeah, you could have been successful in college. But now when you're moving into these, you know, mainstream clubs, there are certain things that the older guys know that you should be able to, you know, go next to them and, and, and pick their brains and find out some of these things, you know? So... Kind of just piggybacking off of that, I'm sorry, but kind of just piggybacking off of that. You know, sometimes they say that the older guys don't need, don't listen to the younger guys. You know, sometimes with marketing tactics and promotions and things like that. You know, I'll take a guy like Legendary Mike. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what I was going to talk about. You know, Legendary Mike is a guy where his, he, I, I think he's the reason why society is what society is. Plays so a big role in it. Yeah, 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 he plays a big role mm -hmm. in it. You know what I'm saying? That mailing list is something crucial. But that's a skill i don't want to say a hundred percent but that's something he definitely got from fred because as much as i hate the dude's guts i gotta get like one thing it's about like, it yeah. i give credit. credit where it's due mm -hmm. when it comes to marketing fred is like wow you know the dude just don't know how to balance books that's it <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying with some of these promoters you know it's hard to come in as a promoter and convince me now to be a promoter you know Somebody that's paying me seventy five dollars an hour versus you know I can go get a table package. That's not a that's not appeasing to me. I don't want right. to pay seventy five dollars to post on Instagram to go sit, spend five hours a day. Like I'm expending more energy for five hours, and it just don't make sense to me to be a promoter under you. Right. Where I can go and be somewhere else. Exactly. And just experience new things. Yeah. So um, you know, again, the the issue is that people in the nightlife business industry whatever you want to call it they hardly ever want to connect what real is to whatever this thing is you know like it's 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 basic science it's basic math right you know you don't things don't have to be so complicated you know that i don't care you don't have to go to school to know the most basic things people go to work they get paid per hour and they make this amount of money. And they, you tell them, okay, this is the job I need you to do. That's it. You agree? That's it. Both That's parties it. agree? Mm -hmm. Boom. Now, with them, it's like, oh, I want to pay you a fixed rate. But I need you to be here for six hours. Right, right, right. How does that make sense? <laughs> you know, that makes zero. And the, the, my biggest gripe with the other promoter is that a lot of them went through that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you hated it when you went through it. Why are you trying to do that? <laughs> like, why, why, why are you being weirder than me? me? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so say. that's my problem. Like you went through that. When you went through it, it hurt. Cause I know all of these guys. Mm -hmm. I remember when they went through it, and they were mad. Finding out when this person, you know, cheated them out of money, it hurt. Today you're in position to change. You don't do it. Yeah. But how can we expect them to do it when we got a president in Cameroon who's been there for thirty plus years? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like I you mean, need to leave. <laughs> It's starting to feel like it's in the African DNA of leadership. Yeah. So they just following the footsteps. It's, it's, a, it's a mindset. Thing. It's it's like, really, it's, but it's really in the DNA. Yeah. Now. Like, that is real tragic. You know, pe people wake up every day and they have a choice to make. You can choose to be a better person. And then the thing about it is you get multiple chances. Every day you wake up, you can say, you know what? I want to change today. Mm -hmm. I want to do better. I want to be the promoter. And Legendary Mike did that. Mm -hmm. He's actually the one person that I can see. Him and his team. That I can say, yo, today, they're probably Davuchi too. The only promoters who would pay you your worth and not complain. Not, I mean, sometimes there could be a little back and forth here and there, but they'll pay you your money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't always like that. They had to, somebody one day had to be like, you know what? I am tired of this stress. Yeah, so I'm tired up. of going to war with Claude. <laughs> I'm going to pay this dude his money. I just want peace in my life. I believe it. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to argue with you. That's, what? That's crazy because I would have thought that you was the guy that's really, like I said, when I see tag sounds on the flyer or promoter, you know, certain, certain brands have certain impacts. So when you see certain brands on certain um, promotions, it's like, all right, like you know that promotion is or that brand is going to bring out a crowd pay me Bam. for my brand basically I'm, simple I built this. yeah but you know it, it sucks because it be your own people i'm gonna right. just say it like that because mm -hmm. i tell you right now anytime i go anywhere else which the reality of it is no disrespect i love the clubs and all that because the club i think not i think the club keeps me young mm -hmm. you know but my money is not made in the club definitely you for know, sure it's not so i was just about to ask you that so what's your favorite type of scene to be like weddings guys you be at weddings you be telling weddings up man what weddings is very celebration joyous and people be at it like they're in county society listen because they want that so what what you no, want i get it like you be traveling too you be djing and things like that yeah. like so what's your favorite i want to say environment for you or like your favorite so um, every year prior to the pandemic from I think 2016 or so, I started doing um, Antigua Carnival. I was like so, to ask you. Yeah, we have, DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a band over there called Fuse, Fuse Carnival. And pretty much we're the only band in the Caribbean that plays Afrobeats like mm. consistently. You know what I mean? So I, of course, I play some soca as well on the road, but we play, we actually play Afrobeat, not the five songs, and then you know <laughs> that's it. Yeah, nah, yeah, we yeah. actually <laughs> play Afrobeat, and not just you know, um, music exactly. Mm -hmm. Yo, I'm there playing music from Sierra Leone. I'm there playing music from Guinea, and nobody even from Guinea, and nobody even know <laughs> what Guinea music sound like. You know what I mean? So, but. That to me has to be my favorite because I see it as a way for me to truly be an ambassador for the culture. You know, I, I'm i really saddened at the fact that obviously the, the pandemic happened because last year was supposed to be a really big year for us. You know, so um, we were really on track. I mean, just 
we, we're going to get right back to it, but we were on track to really become becoming a thing where people are actually recognizing and be like, yo, we want to be part of that because um, we were really touching a lot of registration that year. So, um, which is hard because a lot of a Africans, sadly, like I say, be your own people. <laughs> they would pay $2,000 plus and go with like you know a non-african band on the road and be mistreated hardly hear your music while we probably charge you half of that mm -hmm. you get food lodging <laughs> i mean and it feels more you, you don't feel like yo i'm just a, a little piece of the puzzle yeah you know, That's you actually part. feel like I'm in the band because everybody is together. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, that's really probably my favorite. And so piggybacking off of that, because I, from knowing you and all the things that you do, you're very, very, like, included in making sure that you're putting people on. So, like, every time I go out and you're DJing, you'll be like, let me put you on to, um, to some new shit. Absolutely. Like, this is some francophone music. This is some music from Sierra Leone. Like, how do you feel like it's very, very important for you to bridge that gap between... Whatever type of music, because it can just be East African music, it can be mm -hmm. South African music, yeah. it can be West African music. How important do you feel like that is? Because you're definitely bridging the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I done heard the songs that I ain't never heard before, and I'm like, hold <laughs> on, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, I think now more than ever, for the sake of the younger DJs, is very is more important now for me to do it than ever. Like even when I was doing it before, like most people, not people, most Nigerians feel like <laughs> I'm the weirdo DJ. Why? Because I refuse to play Nigerian Just music Nigerian. all night long. Mm -hmm. It does not make sense. If we're talking about Africa, Africa has how many? Fifty two countries. countries. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is bigger than just you. Yeah. You know, it got to <laughs> be about other people as well. Of course, I'm, we know you guys have the population, you, which means you have the numbers behind your music. Definitely. But that does not mean that your music is better than... Especially seeing that y'all steal most of the shit. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm breaking it down to you like this. Around the era when Ojua Legba was coming out, right? <laughs> they were really starting to go into the slow stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was Ghanaian music, That was, was Ghanaian music. But there are many people that be fighting each other. When the Azonto <laughs> vibe came up, right, the very first wave of it, again, it was called Azonto because of Ghanaians. Yeah. Then it moved into more of like a house thing because of South Africa. A lot of Nigerian artists started traveling, traveling to South to Africa. Yeah, so right. they got hit to that. Today, what's the biggest genre? <laughs> I'm not piano. <laughs> From where? South, South Africa. Africa. Facts, facts. You see what I mean? Like, even the CK Noir Titi, Love, oh, that's, that's Zook and Compa and stuff like that. That's what that is. Right now, there's a wave of French, African, African French, French artists, artists that, are, you know, making ex that are making that type of music. Mm -hmm. That's where that came from. You know, man, oh man. So we Lord. have we have to do it, and you know, I had conversations before some of these DJs got big, like someone like Tunes. I had a conversation with him before he really became who he is today, and I told him, I'm like, bro, traveling is really going to open your eyes to a lot of you know music out there, and it sure did. I promise y'all, y'all go to some of these off-brand countries in Europe. They don't know half of these Nigerian artists. <laughs> That's facts. But they know who Aya Nakamura is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This girl had... She went platinum in Europe before Essence did. Mm -hmm. Years ago. Mm -hmm. No one knows that. That's my wife. 
that's my but you wife. see that's it's to tell you that yo there are people the world is too big the problem is people don't travel enough that's another troll that they i do I, yeah people I, I always say this in the club which i'm trolling of course i tell people <laughs> yo when you're traveling stop going to miami <laughs> Stop going to Atlanta. That's not traveling. LA. That's your backyard. <laughs> down the highway. Bruh, it's come on. What are you highway, doing? Yeah. Stop doing that. You <laughs> Like, even at the bare minimum, if you cannot travel because you don't have a passport, go to Puerto Rico. Go to St. Thomas. These are U.S. territories. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't think people you, know that too. Travel is going <laughs> to... Oh, yo, we went to St. Thomas the year after the hurricane hit over there. So things were not really open. The only club that was open there was a Dominican club. Guess what though? I came here my reggaeton was popping. <laughs> it was popping. Yo, I was DJing one day at Cowdies. I was playing all these reggaeton. Oh, while yeah. the bottle girl came to me was like, yo, are you Spanish? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> But I noticed that. Yo. But that's what traveling does to you. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's what Why it does. Your to you. Yeah, man, it's <laughs> important. And even just outside of the music, just culturally. Culturally, it opens your eyes to the type of struggle that people are, you know, are, are experiencing out there. When I go to Antigua, Antigua literally reminds me of Africa, yo. I'm not going to lie to you. I Like, the way people live in Africa, it feels like, in a lot of ways, it's like that in Antigua. I've been to freaking Tortola, same way. That's the British Virgin Island. Same way. Um, even Jamaica, you go to the slums in Jamaica. It's, it's definitely. The same thing. Yeah, it's definitely. Same and, they, and, they, and they have it Exactly. Definitely. So, like, when... After you travel and you see those type of things, it humbles you. Yeah, definitely. You come back home and your mindset is different. You realize that I can't be here arguing with Fred Events. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would I be doing that? Let's, let's switch gears for a little bit. So, I would say so over the years watching you and following you, you have someone that's, who's, um, you know, your DJing has been widely notarized. You typically get calls for when these big artists, these big name artists, um, come to you know come to the DMV. Mm -hmm. How is it that you know these up and coming artists? You know you're kind of like that bridge okay. between the up and coming artists and the artists that's already there. Okay. So when artists approach you with music, how do you decipher? Okay, this is worth you know a play or a spin versus and then an introduction versus you know this ain't even up to par. To me, it's always first and foremost. I play everybody music. Reflect oh, knows I that. Know. I play yeah, everybody yeah. music first. Like if if I don't do anything else, I'm gonna play your song at least twice. Yeah, for that. Oh, yeah, I that. Yeah. And you don't gotta pay me for that. Right. So yeah, to me, right. first and foremost, is about your approach. You know, come at me correctly. Play like, my shit. <laughs> that just going in the trash folder immediately. <laughs> like immediately. Have you had people like do that before? Of course. And then they try to throw money at me because there's some DJs, some celebrity DJs that are out here doing that. Oh, you got to pay me a hundred dollars. Why? Why do you, I don't need to take money from you to do what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I can help you and then I, after you blow up, you don't even got to come back and say thanks to me. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, your life does not like impact my growth it doesn't now if you choose to include me in your success that's great we're all winning but i'm not going to expect that from you so you know to go back to your question yeah it's really about the approach and secondly i'm going to listen to your song because one thing i hate to do is when people give me the song like yo can you 
play right now? Can you try to spin it like right now? I, I'm doing a disservice to you by doing that. Yeah, because you don't got it prepped up. Exactly. You you I need to listen to your song know. and know to myself, I because anytime I play someone's song that people don't really know, whatever song follow has to be a banger. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure, how do I do it to where it makes sense? That is the best possible outcome for you. Right. So that's secondly. And then, you know, third, I, I give you feedback and also how you how you receive that. Because if you're the type that if I'm telling you that, bro, you know, I think you can do better, a better job at mastering. Because my feedback is hardly ever on the actual content of it because that's creative work. That's art. I can write. I cannot dictate. Who am I to say? Oh, your red is not red enough. <laughs> That's the red you chose. You know, so I can't, I, I hardly, hardly ever do that. You know, sometimes I can tell people, you know, about, you know, the lyrics. I can tell you lyrically that, yo, um, maybe you should step it up a little bit lyrically. Or, um, like, okay, for example, I told JQ this one day. Bro, all of your songs, you're chasing after the girl. Make a song where you're not chasing after her. You got her already. Make a song where she's chasing you. Make a song where she's a side chick. You know, because, you know, mentally, as a writer, it's going to push you. You know, a lot of artists get comfortable with the pen, and they don't really get out of that, you know, exactly. So, you know, those are the type of things. And also, I'll tell people that, yo... When you make a song, be mindful of the cussing that you're doing in there. Because if your song blow up and you don't have, oh, there's really uh, no way to make a clean version without it really impacting the song. Y'all heard some songs before where they were cussing. <laughs> and when you're playing the clean version, you're like, I don't even want to hear this song. <laughs> exactly. It would be looking like the shade, the shade room pose. You don't want to be playing exactly. that. I hate that, by the way. Yeah. So I tell you, yo, you got it. When you're making this song, think big think yo if i have to edit this song for radio later is it gonna lose its essence Mm -hmm. you know that's it oh my gosh going so lightening up for a second so when we be at the clubs i remember you just spoke about like a girl coming to you like are you dominican what are your top five no-nos when you're playing a set like what are some things that you're just like nah bro like i can't if you're drunk Bro, that's my number one pet peeve. If you're drunk or your friend, if you know your friend is drunk and you see them coming to the DJ booth, <laughs> hold, hold them back. You gotta play Hold them back. Because, because not only am I the DJ that will embarrass her, but I will get on the mic and talk about her. Oh my so God. So save her and all of us the embarrassment. Right. Because Yo. I will do that. I don't care. Like, so that's one. Two. I hate when people smoke weed around me. Okay, you know, yeah, that's outside just, of yeah. DJing, my voice has really been another avenue for me to make a lot of money. You know, so I'm not a young man anymore. When I'm out here late and you're smoking whatever it is that you're smoking, <laughs> yo, it be messing <laughs> that up. That man said, "Y'all ain't smoking. Y'all some smoking Reggie out here." <laughs> like yo, sometimes I'm like. What are y'all smoking? This cannot be weed. It's weed mixed with hookah. Man, something. Because, I mean, it smells really bad and strong. And worse is you don't even have the decency to say to yourself, yo, yo, this man is at work. Mm -hmm. Let me not blow the smoke his way. (laughs) Bruh, it's corona out here. We still in the panoramic. (laughs) 
Well, what, what are you doing? Why are you blowing this smoke my way, bro? They're like, trying what? to give you a special effect. You nah, know, like, oh, yo. So that that's the, that's yeah. The weed to me is just a no, no. And then I mean, third, um, I don't really like a lot of people around me when I'm teaching. I like I'm not one of those guys that want the whole hood behind me. Nah, I was born by myself. If I'm a fight, I don't call nobody to fight for me. I'm a fight by myself. No, if I get beat I up, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't like when it's too many people around me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't like because I have a very short attention span. So any little thing around me, I'm going off. So. Yeah, that's pretty much. You said five, but I, I only got yeah. three. You know, everything else I can fix with being petty. <laughs> Lord, okay, all right. So we about to wrap this up. But what are you looking forward to? What's next for you in the next, let's say, twelve months? And how do you want to be remembered? Well, I remember you. I'm not dying. Being... <laughs> Please wait a minute. What is happening here? How do I want to be remembered? No, don't like, put my face on a no. t-shirt. I'm just saying. That's no, all. not even no. Because listen. When you say, how do you want to be remembered? So, I will remember, well, you ain't dying. Go off a beat. But, like, if I, since I know you, right. I know you as an OG, like I said. I've known you since, what, I was 15, sneaking in the clubs and no right, ID right, and things right, like right. that. You know, like, giving me all the bangers and also being that mentor as well. So, that's how I remember you. So, right. how would you want to be remembered? Like, leaving a lasting impact or, you know, just changing the game for the diaspora? Uh, the game is going to be the game. It was the game before us. It's going to be the game after us. So I don't really care about the game. I just, again, real life, yo. I just want to be remembered when when people, you know, when someone looks back at their life, they're like, yo, I remember the day Claude called me and asked me, yo, what you doing with this? How you doing? Like, you know, whatever. Like, just like when I found out you graduated, you yeah. know? And I hit you up, I'm like, yo, congratulations. Yeah. That's the type of person I am because that's what matters. You know, everything, all of that extra stuff, nightlife, adhesion, nah, that stuff don't really matter because the reality of it is probably what, in the next maybe two, three years, I'm going to be done with it. And then what? Hey, I still wait, have wait. to be so a regular, that means, are you a real human being. Are you retiring in the next two years? Because you can't retire yet. At least let me get married. It has to happen, you know, in order for me to say I've grown. But can you wait till I get married? <sighs> You're taking too long. What's going on? Let me interview you now, right? Are you dating? What's that? What's happening? You're single? I'm single. You're single? I am. Yeah? Why are you single? You got, are you talking to people though? Are you dating at least? I'm not dating. I'm, Why not? I'm, I'm single. Because I don't know. This DMV is just, I don't know. It ain't about me right now. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you're, you're pretty decent, you know, and, and successful. Pretty decent? Human being. Let me land. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My man was still taking off. He was on Let the me floor. land. <laughs> yeah, nah, so you, you should be out there, you know, meeting people. You know, that's it's true, that's it's important. Not only just off of, you know, being romantic, but by meeting people. And that's just that's the one in. thing that a lot of people... People are scared of heartbreaks. You shouldn't be scared of that. You know why? Because it's going to teach you about yourself. Moving forward, you're going to know what I like, what I don't like. You're going to be able to, to recognize those red flags from yards away. But if you don't put yourself out there and you never, you know... That's you know. true. Two, two things uh, that you mentioned. One... Bottle pop, bottle popping culture. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's only something that's prevalent in the DMV? Absolutely like not. It's everywhere. Go to Atlanta. Was, oh man, Atlanta—they <laughs> building clubs without dance floor, bro. 
You didn't see the bottle girl that was in the that was in the casket. Dates. There was a girl in the casket, and she's a bottle girl. Like literally, the casket is closed. I said, "People are playing with mm-hmm. life too much." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's they're building nightclubs without dance floor, yo. Like if you go to leave, there is a dance floor because leave has been there, but nobody's dancing. With yeah, it's a bottle wars. You know, yeah, you people are dancing in the lobby of leave more than they're dancing inside <laughs> of leave. You know, so yeah, I mean, I sadly, yeah, sadly that that's what it is, but. It also has to do with someone, again, waking up one day and say, you know what, I want to change things. A promoter has to wake up one day and say, yo, I want to be different. I want to do things differently. I learned in this project management class that, yo, people don't know what they want. Yeah, that's a fact. That's what they mean. So you have to present it to them, which also goes back to the reason why I have to play different genres of music. Because nobody knows what they want. I did people know they wanted Jerusalem? I was playing <laughs> Jerusalem before the shit was hot. Nobody knew they wanted that. That's true. That's true. Until the video came out and they were dancing, eating. Dancing. You know, then now Jerusalem is everything. Oh my God! Everybody's on. Are you gonna play Jerusalem? Yes. That's auntie. an auntie. That's the auntie's uncle song. I'm going to play Jerusalem, song. and she does it while she's on the Facebook live. <laughs> One last question. Yo. And then for me, um, you talked about how the African Afrobeats scene has grown okay. extra, exponentially, mm-hmm. but African promoters or those over they have yeah absolutely pushing it. Like, why do you feel like that is, and where do you what do you feel needs to happen in order to get to that next level? Very simple. If there's a lack of innovation, you know, everything else around us is innovating. These microphones didn't look like this five years ago. We weren't able to be able to sit here in front of this camera like this 10 years ago. Everything else is innovating. We are the iPhone, what, 13? Yes. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm 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 honestly done. Like, I can't. So, (laughs) literally, it's the same thing. Like, Afrobeat has grown from when, you know, Two-Face was probably taking like (laughs) $5,000 to Burner Boy asking for (laughs) $80,000. So when things are, you know, growing, you have to move and innovate with, with that growth. And they're not doing that. I look at the, their counterparts. You look at the things that the Caribbeans are doing. One of the biggest festivals in the DMV right now is Culture Fest. Mm-hmm. Put on by Caribbeans. There are more Africans here than Caribbeans. Facts. That's a big fact. How do they have that? And we don't have such a thing. You see what I mean? So there are so many things that I can keep naming to point out to you all that there's no type of innovation with the African promoters. You wake up today, put out a flyer, boom, there's the party, which is which is why people like me as a DJ, I'm like, okay, the least I can do is give it some type of, you know, difference with musically. That's the least I can do. Right. But it cannot end there. It cannot end there. I don't remember the last time we had a legit African themed party. You know, I was just saying I don't that. Remember I was just that. saying that. Yeah, November is about to come, so everybody's gonna be doing an all black party. Why? Why? Somebody should wake up and say, you know what? I want to do an all black. What was that? All, what is the all black? All black ball. What was the point of the all black? Like, what was black, Friday. black Friday. That's, that's every yeah. year. Right, know? but I was uh, always uh, trying to wonder why it was black. Why couldn't it be red? We should have a, we should have a before we go on back for Dirty December party. Yeah, you know, do, do <laughs> different true. things, that's man. Do, do, there's so many things that can be done. And again, before the pandemic, 
those were things that you know i sat down with the promoters at elevate and i was telling them that yo i would literally come up with a whole calendar of themes that we can use because one of our very last theme that we did at elevate was compa versus afrobeats they doubted it but when i tell you there were so many haitians they, that they had never these people did not even know elevate existed <laughs> yeah that's true that's how it and means. that's why i'll yeah. be trying even there are africans in this dmv that have no idea who nana frimpong is because <laughs> people live in, in this in box. 2021 yeah there's, no, there's, there's so many people, yeah. africans here because people really believe that a lot of these promoters believe that they are the center of the world and the center <laughs> of the dmv no you're not there are so many africans here that are doing other things i've seen pe more people at a housewarming than at a nightclub. <laughs> that the housewarming, Lord. <laughs> seriously, now imagine, now seriously, think about um this guy right here. His wedding. I don't want to say his name. You know, this guy right here. His wedding. Uh -huh. How many people were there? Uh huh. One. For, forget. <laughs> me, let, let me not, let me I know the numbers. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm you know, numbers. but they had enough people that could have packed a club in there. Yeah. I'm. Let me not even go far. His brother, I hardly see him in the club. <laughs> and these are Africans. He himself, I hardly yeah, see him. Yeah, these are Africans who live in the DMV. Yeah, but guess what, though? If someone well, say, yo, I have a house on me, yo, y'all come through, they're going to yeah, the uh -huh. pull up. Yep. <laughs> but you know, you know one of the main reasons, outside of the fact that, yeah, the club is not for everybody, but the, one of the main reasons is because they're like, okay, I be, the last time I went to a club was a year ago. Let me go today. They go, it's the same thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. Same people. It's the same thing. So literally. why should they feel like they're not missing anything? <laughs> you know? So that's what it is, man. Aww. We are Yago's party tonight. <laughs> there you go. See? And that's the listening party. It's not even a real yeah, party. Yeah. Another one? Lord. Uh, oh, well, this has been great. This has been great. We didn't even really say nothing bad, well, man. No, we know we really did it. Yeah, this was pretty decent. We well, loved the clip, but we did gentle, but don't worry. We're going we're gonna to have, we're gonna we, have part we, two We're addressing that on couch We're going to have a part three to this because oh, this is your part two. You've already been on here once. <laughs> we'll have a little at three for you. <laughs> but where before we wrap this up, because I got a game for you. I got a guess I gave for my guest. Oh Lord. But where can people find you? Listen, we we could you can find them at Cowdies. Society. Society. Fridays, Fridays Cowdies, Saturday Club Elevate, Sunday Cowdies, the day party though. Okay. The day party. And then on social media. Social media, Claude with an E. D.I. Martian. I hope you can spell Martian. You can find them on Twitter because somebody's yeah, always retweeting it's his stuff. It's the same thing everywhere. It's the same thing everywhere. <laughs> if you don't follow Claude the Martian. If you don't follow him, y'all, I don't know wild. what y'all doing. That's wild. Like, that's crazy. It's entertainment, y'all. Just serious. follow me for entertainment. He's serious. I live for it. <laughs> All right. So, before we play this game, mm -hmm. what's your favorite time, uh, time slot to DJ? My favorite time slot. I actually like to be the opening DJ. Really? Yeah. A lot of e e everybody, no, everybody wants to close. No, 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 not that I can't. Uh -huh. Obviously, I can yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's more fun when I open because I get to you play the tone. what I want mm -hmm. to play. And I know that, you know, as the first leg in the relay, I know better. Because sometimes you have people that come and play before you. They don't know better. Why are you playing the hottest song at 10 o'clock? Right now? And people are walking in. Yes. So, and then, you know, that... The, 
being the opening DJ is an opportunity for you to really take people on, on a musical journey. Take them back. Take them to a place where they haven't been in a long time. Thank Damn. you. I ain't hear this song in a you. while. Why are so, you playing way too sexy while I'm collecting food? Exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's why I How really, that? I, I like that more than it. Oh my God. Because no. the ending is too easy. But the, All you the do is come is and play hits. That does not make you a good DJ. Well, that's why we just like you for the whole entire time. I just prefer to play the whole time because. That's true. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a game. It's called Finish the Lyrics Game. Jeez. That's why I asked you. I said, how good are you with lyrics? Because you be on that mic. You be, See, okay. you be on there There's talking. a difference for me, though. <laughs> When I'm playing this song, oh, I know all the lyrics because it, it comes back. But just off the top of my head, I don't know. We, let's, okay, let's, let's see. see. Though. All let's right, see. let's see. So I have, I have uh, four lyrics. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start it off, and you're gonna finish it. I so, hope they're popular songs. Yes, all they right. are. Okay. So you have to tell me who rapped it or sang it okay. in the name of the song. All right. And then the uh, then the last one I have name of songs. And you need to tell me who sang the song. Okay. All right. And then also, before we end, can I have one question for both of y'all. Uh, is that fair? That's not hard. All right, all right, that's cool. All right, so <clears throat> the first one is mm -hmm. I'm feeling vibes on vibes. I'm feeling vibes on vibes. Mm -hmm. I'm killing dynamite. I don't know if she's <laughs> I'm killing dynamite. <laughs> Nothing kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It's Era Star, uh -huh. Bloody Samaritan. Good job. Yeah. All right, so it's I'm feeling vibes on vibes. I'm a ticking dynamite. I'm a dynamite. I'll blow yeah, your yeah, candle yeah. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Right. Those are the words? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Words. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Chum you know, no, that's how we really be. We be in the club like, uh, and then people on the answer room are like, no, mm -hmm. get it together. <laughs> All right, okay, so tell me what is. What is the capital of Peru? Para. <laughs> Good job. Okay, so it's actually Peru. Lima. Para. Lima. Peru. Peru. Para. Uh huh. I'm loose. <laughs> Good job. Who said that one? I mean, um, <laughs> Fireboy. Mm -hmm. Scorpio. Yeah. Good job. All right. Okay. So this is this is a kata side. Okay. Let's see. All right. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking at Keisha like. Yo, my favorite rapper out there right now. Okay. Money bag. Yo, yes. whoa, Keisha. <laughs> I'm right, sitting yeah. here looking at Keisha like, do you love me or do you love me not? Good job. Oh, that's Come my guy, yo. Okay, so these next ones, they're actually French. I had to Ooh. find. <laughs> oh, man. I had to find. Because you're always trying to put us on to music. So I'm like, okay, let me at least try. So excuse my oh, Kayla oh, I should have seen French songs. Okay, so I go leave, I go leave you, Jame Jame. I go leave you, jamais, jamais, uh -huh. jamais, jamais, divorcé, yeah, Mr. Leo, jamais, jamais. I did it once. <laughs> That's my song. It's my lifeline, yes, okay, lifeline, yes, okay, lifeline. Call a friend, call a friend, call a friend. It's my song. Good job, okay, cool. Jamais, jamais. All right, so you got, you got four of the, all right, so we're going to do the next three songs, last ones, all right. So, who sang? At this point, I already passed, so even if I failed. You passed, thing, you yeah, did pass. So, ding, 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 we'll give the ding, ding, ding. All right. So, who sang Yes, Bamenda? Oh, dang. <laughs> yes, Bamenda. <laughs> yes, Bamenda. I'll give you 10 seconds. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, can I just ask one question, though? Uh-huh. How old is the song? Is it an old song? Because there are two Bamenda yes, songs that song. come. Kotobas? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there are two Bamenda songs that comes to mind. I just needed to figure okay, out yeah, which yeah. one. Okay. Okay, okay. This one, I, can't, I don't know how to say it. Okay. Uh, 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 um, je, 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 je suis. 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 Je suis
Okay, the last one. Um, Dang, girl, your quiz hard. Damn. All right. You gotta know, no, no, All right, the last, the last one is, uh, it, it, pui, it, 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 pui, qua. Oh, uh, it, pui, qua, jovi. Yeah. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. Listen here, I'm just literally, I literally put that. I said, let me find Kevin Randy. Let me find French musical. Yo, you really went out the whole job. That's why I had to ask. Hold on. I knew you were going to know. Okay, so see, you passed the test. Visually, so ding, 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 ding to you. Good job. All right, so before I close up, what's your question? All right, so both of y'all, y'all stuck in an island, separately, of course. You have an iPod that only has five songs. What are the five songs? Oh, Gucci, I think I love it. You know, that's my anthem right okay, there. Gucci, okay, I Gucci, I think I love, I love her. Um, I want to put, uh, put a Kofi Olomide song on there. I just don't know which one. We could do Lloyd. Lloyd. We could put that on there. Um, right. uh, let me do genres then. Sierra Leone. Now, it don't matter. Whatever you want. But you only have five songs. So don't put your country in there just <laughs> because you want to be a countryman. <laughs> you need these five songs to survive. Song, right. Uh, 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 um... Dang. Uh, all right, you get two. Okay. You, I, all right, I got future. Think about the other okay. thing. I got future coding crazy. Okay. I got, I don't know who sung the song, but it's a Sierra song called Tomalemba. Okay. Yes. I will take. Let's go back. Yeah. Okay, I'll take Two Face African Queen. Okay. Why? It, it, <laughs> bro, I love that song. Uh, I would do. Um, Casey and JoJo all my life. I'm, okay. I'm really a, a, a hard. You gonna be sitting this island, bro? Bro, I'm here all by myself. Lonely as hell. Sure will be. And then um, I'm gonna do future again. Thought it was a drought. Okay. Mm, okay, I got mine. Tabs replay because that's definitely on okay. replay. That's definitely on replay. Um, uh, uh, this is uh, all time because you know. Think no, about I, it. I, 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 you I, there for a year. You still gonna be messing with Tabs like that? <laughs> I'm just asking. Okay, wait. Let's put Tim's out. Oh, wow. um, uh, uh, um, we do a Whiskey song. We can do a Whiskey song. No, I'm just talking at this point. At this point, feeling peachy, Kodak Black. Okay. That's the you know. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes, that's really my. No, song. I like that song, but I'm surprised. Um, I would put it in top I twenty-five. I would have but... said no flocking. Nah, feeling peachy. I really like. That's a, that's all I can really think of right now. So you gave us three. You got two more. Come on now. Of all the music out there, come on. I like ratchet akata music. That's fine. If that's your favorite. Uh, dang. Oh, okay. Let me put some twerking music in there. You know oh. I like to twerk. Okay. <laughs> All the energy that you have, you want to twerk. Okay. No problem. Um, <laughs> um, 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 um. We got Trina. Trina. Look back Look at back it. At- <laughs> Jeez. I got it. What this is. That's okay. what happened when you take them out of the DMV and send them down south. That's what happens. And. Got one more. Uh, uh, we're going to throw a go-go song in there. We're going to throw some new impression in there. New impression? Mm-hmm. Which one? I don't know. I wasn't don't matter. It don't matter. Right. It don't matter. Yeah. That works. That works. That's pretty interesting. Who's your favorite up and coming artist to listen to right now in Me. the DMV? In the DMV, favorite yeah, up and coming artist. I'm just saying the DMV, we're gonna keep it local. It, so for me, yeah, it I'm depends. Biased. For me, it depends. <laughs> lyrically, I mean, I, I, it's gonna sound like I'm saying it because it's here, but lyrically, yeah. reflex. Lyrically. Lyrically. Oh, good job. Oh. Now, <laughs> now, vibes, 
It used to be Manny Wells, but I don't fuck with him like that no more. No, so, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> I like I like Toby Drills. Toby Drills. Listen, vibes Toby Drills. Toby Drills. Okay. Listen, Toby. I've been trying to get you on here, but you was too celebrity for me. So at this point, I'm gonna reach out to you one more time, Yo, and that's out, it. Shout out to all the up, up and coming. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Y'all you are know, fire. It's like, nah, let me not say Flex. I don't fuck with Manny Wells. Like <laughs> Manny Wells. I don't want to sound too bad. So, I got I got an issue with him though, but <laughs> me saying it sounded so harsh. I just but, I, I, I replayed it, it in my head. It sounded really harsh. Lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by. No, yo, This has definitely been, like, jam-packed. Like, I'm this, we definitely need to do a part two of this. Let's you need to come on the couch talk. You know, what we is the couch talk? So we can we, set it up. We actually got a I've couch talk. I've always seen it. What is the difference between... It's the, it's the um, X-rated talk about pussy money weed. Oh. <laughs> nah, but we, we actually got one that <laughs> fits. That's, 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 that's right in your schedule. You know what I'm saying? We got a few bottle people coming. Legendary Mike is setting it up. Oh, okay. We're we, we going to okay. discuss... Nightlife in the DMV. Yeah, I we think, need you. We need you. And here he I think goes the date again. Is the thirteenth. He's already booked. November. November. If you're not booked, but no, legendary Mike. Mad familiar. Yeah. Legendary what? Mike is the one putting it together. Shout out to you, legendary Mike. Shout out to Yaya Lucci. Shout out to uh, uh, Expect Greatness. This man Shout out to whole nightlife. Hey, I'm just saying. Shout out. Shout out to them. But they the ones putting it together. We got a couch talk where we can discuss grievances. We're going to talk and this out. And the DMV nightlife. We're going to set it up, though, so. Yeah, it might work. But. I might work. Thank you for coming out. Oh, Appreciate you. Leave, yes, um, sir. I mean, let's just establish I am the best international DJ. In the Period. DJ. There's no <laughs> if, <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> no. And I stamp this, okay? Maybe about it. I don't care about it. Whoever feels like, you know, they can tell Period. me differently. Period. Listen, listen here. I want you to get this, okay? I want you to get this. Listen here. I want you to get this, okay? End this, end this. My name is Isatu Bangura, known as Tutu, and I endorse that message that Claude is the known international DJ best out here. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> Drops Mike. It's a fact. Close the to baby. <laughs> All right. So this has been great. Like I said, thank you so much for stopping by and joining us. This is definitely going to be a banger. So all y'all better check this out. If you guys are new to our channel, again, welcome to the family. SITM podcast on all of our social medias. Also, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, which is below, because you guys always say that point up when it's really actually down. So shout out to y'all. Um, make sure you subscribe. Also, make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms, like I said. And this has been a wrap. Thank you to my co-host, Charles. Thank what you up? for tapping you. in with me. No, thank you for uh, coming You know, on, you no know. problem. Shout out to the team. Future. Shout out to my producer out here, Uncle Reflex, our husband out here. We husbands. outside. Husbands. We outside. Okay. Shout out to you. Shout out to the team. Achiri that was here. Shout out to you, Ma, AK, Inez, Choo Choo. Yeah. I think I got to see you, right? Shout out to okay, oh, shout out to my sister. My sister, my road dog today. So there shout you out go. to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been a great one, and see you guys next week. Peace out.